Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. My eyes don't look like that. Try to calm down, Holly Beth. Do you feel how cold it is outside? I do. Besides the fact that I'm inside, yes. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it the weather or is it the frosty feminist angst? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Could be both. <laughs> Potentially. I am so glad you're here with me tonight, Cammy. I'm I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm Kaylee. That's Cammie. And if you did not join us last week for our discussion of Black Christmas 1974, I would recommend you go and give that a listen first because we are going to be discussing the 2019 Black Christmas, but the second half of our episode, the first part of it is in last week's episode. Yes. Correct. So um, I'm drinking coffee again. And I'm drinking water. <laughs> Woo! We, we got really we hydration. We're, we're taking it easy. Woo! <laughs> Cammy, that's how you avoid a hangover, you know? <laughs> ah, yes. I, I, I know that now. Thank you. Hangover yeah, guru. Yes, of course. Apparently. Woo! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Oh, no. Um, so, sorry. Cammy, I'm, calm I'm, down. This coffee is getting to me. No. <laughs> Where'd you get a gun? <laughs> Oh, God. It's a water gun. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. It's a Nerf gun. <laughs> oh, that's that's more fun. Um, so we're kind of hopping into it really quick this week just because I'm excited um, to talk about this movie just because it's... It is not what I expected. Uh, it is... Something exactly what i expected actually <laughs> i have a lot of feelings much like the girl at sure. the end I mean, of mean girls um who speaks her mind I and doesn't feelings doesn't even go here um, go here yeah i yeah continue go ahead <laughs> you, you continue so talking. i mean so <laughs> All right, so as I, I mean, I went into this movie completely blind. Um, Cammy was, this was your first time seeing this movie, right? Yes. Um, I watched it, like, okay. last week. Okay. So I saw this one, I watched it sometime during quarantine, which, you know, has almost been a year now, but um, I watched it during quarantine <laughs> oh, with two of my guy friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I watched it the second time by myself. So um, I will say this is a very interesting movie to watch with two gentlemen. I watched it with one gentleman, and I understand that. Um, Seeing that one of them was my ex-boyfriend. Oof. Um, not that that really, but I mean, just kind of a extra layer to it. Mm -hmm. um, this is another one of your typical sorority movies where... The nice thing, I just kind of jumped a little bit, okay. but the nice thing about this movie is that it is written and directed by a woman. It is. 
Yes. So there are definitely some things that are very, like, realistic to how a college girl would act. Yes. I concur. Um, yeah. I, I think that, especially during, like, the first half of this movie, um, which is the part that I liked the most. Um, <laughs> I would agree. Uh, it's... I like the way the characters are written, even for their faults. Like, correct. Something that bugged me uh, was that on me. Uh, was that I'm I have to look up everybody's names, all the characters' names, and everything. Hold on. Um, Riley is the main girl. Yeah, Riley Imogen Poots's character, Riley. Um, all of so you know they're getting ready to do this this performance at the frat house right after Riley had been mm-hmm. raped by um by the leader of their fraternity the 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 previous year um mm-hmm. like the fact that her friends were all like you know stop being a baby just perform with us stop them like it was really annoying mm-hmm. because it's like oh my god like your friend has been traumatized and she doesn't want to do a performance about her rape in front of her rapist and you're like i calm down just do it with us but that it'll be empowering for you yes, to do this that's like the type of like college feminism that makes sense does that make sense like, I, yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. like it's it's bad feminism, but it's like, oh, we're just sort of like learning this. We're learning like the ins and outs of, you know, what to do when a friend has gone through something that traumatic. Like, I, I mean, right. I guess I could use the word feminism because it doesn't matter like what gender you are. You're still correct. You know, assault is assault. Um, absolutely but yeah it was just so insensitive of her friends to be that way but I'm like you know what like college kids can be idiots like teenagers can be idiots adults can be idiots like it it doesn't matter but especially (laughs) when like when you're still like sort of a social justice warrior but at the same like you can still make mistakes nobody's perfect in the way that they go about um, like being an advocate for someone who needs to speak up or, you know, some, someone right. that they could speak up for. Um, so I thought that was an, it was, it was an interesting writing choice and I don't know, I'm, I'm assuming that the writer did that on purpose. Um, right. Well, there's, a, are I think there's a lot of things characters. that, right. I mean, and that's kind of where they're a little bit more um, relatable kind of a thing where it's kind of like, uh-huh. All right, they're not they're not like cookie cutter characters. They're like, okay, here's the really innocent one. Here's the one that's a little scandalous. Here's the one who's a bitch. Like that's exactly. not what it is. Yeah, um, they they do a good job of giving us sort of modern college stereotypes. Um, yeah, I do feel like it's <sighs> for some for some of the girls, it's shoved down our throats a little bit. Um, I think like. I guess I'll just say it now. Like th- this yeah, movie felt kind of insulting. Like, okay. Like I know that they meant well making this movie. And I know that like putting an ultra feminist spin 
on this movie was really easy to do and um mm-hmm. wor- it wor- it works out, it works out like this mo- I didn't hate this movie by any means but it does feel kind right. of insulting when the like feminism quote feminism is just being shoved down your throat there's no subtext in yeah. this movie at all no and it kind of made me i'm like do they think we're stupid <laughs> like, <laughs> i feel like this this is a really uh, it, it's enjoyable to watch um the like cheese ball ending is just a little too much for me but oh, don't even get me started. The ending made me so angry. Oops. I was like, this movie just took the weirdest turn. Like, I knew it was coming. Uh-huh. It was predictable. And it was still annoying. Like, <laughs> yeah. And like, when the girls come in, like, at, at the end to, like, help Riley out. And they're in, like, a fucking Avengers stance. Like, like they're all just, like, perfectly, like lined up next to each other to like fight her it's like what the uh, fight for her it's like what, yeah. what the what the fuck are you doing like we don't need this like we don't need this <laughs> we we don't need these right. girls to come in like fucking uh, you know iron man the spider-man <laughs> etc we need them to walk right. into the door and start swinging that Right. Like, no, it, it just, it was stupid. Like, a, a, there were yeah many elements of this movie that were kind of stupid. Like, whenever she's, she's you know, about to push over the, the statue, what does she say? Mm. It was very, like, a dumb version of, like, the I am no man <laughs> from the end of, like, Return of the King. But it was, like, a lame version right. of that. <laughs> I don't know. You messed with the wrong sisters. Yes. It, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I was, I think that this movie is really good for, like, probably, like, like early teens, teenagers who maybe are just getting into horror well, I mean, or just sort of starting to understand, understand, like, the concept of, like, girl power and feminism. Well, it's rated, it's rated PG-13. Yeah. Like, I mean, and and that's, that's a whole other discussion when, like. Uh, it's a movie like this like you know it's gonna be a little bit like downplayed if it's gonna be with the pg-13 rating yeah um i and it kind of takes like i mean like there is stereotypes in this movie as well but they're like updated they're kind of a little bit more like okay yeah she's like the cool like hipster and oh this one's just like you know like there's just a little bit different Uh um i have to say though the scene (laughs) Where she's like, I need, I can't find my diva cup. And they like throw her like a, an, a pen and she shoves it in her pants. I yeah. was like, it was, that was funny to me. That was hilarious. <laughs> it was like, funny. It was like, what? <laughs> she was just like, let's go. Like, I mean, that was, was like, so where I was, I was like, all right, like this, I like, that's kind of where I was like, okay, this might get a little campy, which it does. Uh-huh. But what I, I do, I kind of want to go back to that scene, though, where they do end up performing because, um, so Riley does do it. And you can see that there is a moment where there is power in what she's doing. Yeah. I don't want to, like, discredit that at all because it is, I could never imagine doing that. And she, like, does it. Yeah. And then she's just like, yup. And then, like, the fr- the fraternity brothers are like, oh, what, like, what the hell, man? Uh-huh. And then, like, the other sisters are like, woo! Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, and, but I also think that that's a little bit more, um, like topical especially with the whole like me too movement like that's been huge absolutely and yeah this movie was made 
on like it, it, I, I, it was made on you know the yeah the uh, I I can't think of the <laughs> the word I'm trying to think of but I mean it I was, know what it you're was, trying to it say it was made you know at the crux of the the Me Too movement if I'm not mistaken they right. on the on the cocktails yeah. yes yeah um, um it just feels it feels like it's too much you know it's just it is it is it is quite a I don't know but I mean it's kind of like. On my first viewing, it's kind of like the ending is, you know, it's satisfying where, you know, th- where they they throw hands, essentially. You know, mm-hmm. they, you know. Yeah. But, um, and it's, and I, th- it's, I've got so many thoughts when we compare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, you know, I keep like biting my tongue. I was like, oh, just kidding. Um, But this movie, I have to say, it is very interesting to me with the whole kind of cult element to it. Mm-hmm. Um, cults are terrifying to me. Uh, yeah, that's like a just like subject. in general, like <laughs> yeah, just it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. So to have it, and like I guess in my head, it kind of made sense to tie it to a fraternity or a sorority. Absolutely, because like they feel like that you know, anyway. So like, sorority. Uh- <laughs> I could go on for a very long time about how I feel about, like, the Greek life at universities. Like, I just... Sure. I have never been a part of a sorority because I didn't go to college. Neither have I. Um, I did go to college. Even if... Yeah, even if... My school did not have frats or sororities. Yeah, you went to, you went to a cool college in the city uh, that did not have... Ooh, yeah, I went to an any, art school. Any sort of Greek life whatsoever. And... We didn't even have a mascot. It's like, okay, like when you when you watch these like rush videos that these sororities make sometimes, it, they seem yeah. really culty, right? Yeah. Like especially the ones from the south. Like I'm sorry, but like it's like all these girls from fucking like Alabama and they're all white and blonde mm-hmm. and like they're all wearing the same outfit. They're like, "Come join us." Mm-hmm. It's like the Shining Twins, but there's so many more of them. Than that. I thought Stepford Wives. Yes. That too. It's creepy. <laughs> and I know that that's, that stereotype is really, really being broken down in a lot of sororities um, everywhere. Oh, yeah. Now, especially. Because I mean. There's yeah. so much that's covered up, especially with fraternities and sexual assault. Oh. It is. Oh, and I just manners. I think of hazing, too, though. Absolutely. Yeah. Like. Um, and that's the thing is like I have I have plenty of friends who did frats and sororities and mm-hmm. you know they're wonderful people and th- you know what and that's one of those things where like if it's if it's a healthy sorority if it's a healthy fraternity it's it, it you do have that brotherhood that sisterhood and it does yeah you know and um, I mean like I kind of say that like so I did the Disney College program uh huh that's kind of my equivalent to like doing a sorority because only X yeah. amount of people have that experience and it does not matter. Any job I have gone in, like, done to interview, I did the college program 2014. That was six years ago. Mm-hmm. That is still the first job they ask me about. doesn't matter what the job is. Yeah. It's a big deal. And that's, like, with a, and that's, like, but like, that's, like, with a sorority, if you have your, if you have your sorority on there and the person interviewing you is also in a sorority, then you're going to have that whole bonding. Exactly. So, like, yeah. So, and that's, so I mean, like, I don't, I don't necessarily think that like sororities and fraternities are a bad thing by any means. I think they can be really good. 
but there's also the very toxic side of it as well. Exactly. I, 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 I talking kind of as like... two people who were never in one. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like the opposite way of you. Like I'm like sororities and fraternities are like sure. mostly bad, but like I can see sure. some some good side to it because I I know a few people who were you know in sororities it's mostly i don't think i know any guys who were in frats in college but i know a few girls who were my in brother was in a frat and uh i just like all of them save a couple who i haven't actually like spoken to about their experience have said that they really yeah. just didn't like it um interesting so i don't know if there are you know, I'm, I'm, I know that there are people out there who are like, oh, my God, it was the best years of my life. I love my sisters. Blah, but sure. but yeah. I, I don't know. I just it feels so toxic to me. Um, well, and, I think, and a, I think for a lot of the bid. Yeah. Just for a lot of the like older girls who are sort of like in charge, it feels like just a power trip. Um. I'm going to get I'm going to get taken out by some sororities <laughs> for saying all of this. But uh, no, it does. It feels it's I don't know. It's just creepy to me. Uh, I, I and so like sure, the I... whole like fraternity being a cult. I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, they were one step away anyway. Why not just go all the way? Sure. Right. <laughs> I mean, and then again, I also like but I mean, also, this is a movie, so it is a little bit more dramatic than it could be. I mean. But I guess guess I'm also comparing, like, so, like, my friends that are in sororities, like, they went to small colleges. It wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, they were going to, like, Bama. They weren't going to, like, you know, ISU. They weren't going to these big schools where they were, where it's a different type of group. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so the girls I know that went to a small college, like, in Wisconsin, their their sorority is going to be way different than one of those big ones. Like, a huge chapter. Yeah. Definitely. But I just, I... I think this movie shows the toxicness of what can be from Greek life. Oh, absolutely. This is like the worst of the worst, like, scenario. Because, like, their their sorority seems, like, really cool. Um, yeah. Like, like, very chill, very down to earth, like, whatever. And I feel like that's how, that's how some sororities can be. Um, like, oh, absolutely. Hashtag not all sororities, but, like... <laughs> yeah just like the general toxicity of i don't know greek life in general just it it makes me uneasy it just yeah great well, and my i think and that's, i think that's don't know why but that is why it works for horror movies absolutely yeah like how many how many I horror mean, movies why... about sororities do we have <laughs> you know there are so A many lot. um and I haven't seen a lot of them, but I digress. Um, well, that's like I think of like Sorority Row. Yeah. Um, this, <laughs> you know, we obviously have Black Christmas, House yeah. on Sorority Row, um, Sorority Party Massacre. Yep, there it is. Beautiful. A bunch of a bunch <laughs> of them. So, I again, like I. I enjoyed it. Like, I'm not going to be like, I hated it because I didn't. Uh-huh. I did enjoy it. That's kind of why I, um, and I told you to watch this one because I was like, I need to talk to this about some, talk about this movie with somebody uh-huh. who has seen the original, can kind of look at it a little bit differently. Yeah. 
um, this movie also has the whole technology element. Oh, yeah. Where they're getting messages. They're getting messages from the, you know, they're coming, quote unquote, from like the president or like the founder of the college. Uh-huh. You know, so they've got that whole element, too. Like, yeah. it is, um, I think there's some parts of this movie that were really great and some parts that I really could have done without. Yeah, uh, that's that's exactly. I, I think that, like, when it comes down to it, this movie wasn't made for me. Sure. It's just, like, it, it's it, for maybe a different type of horror fan. It's just, it's, it's, it's just not my cup of tea. It's not for me. That's not to say, like, that I think it totally sucks. It's just, yeah, right. so, some of it felt a little, like, too in your face. Like, it was a little insulting. Like, all right, back off. Like, we get it. There's no subtext. It's, you know, hyper-feminism. A bit, uh, spoon-fed to you. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know, I don't like that. I'm, <laughs> but then again, this movie could be really helpful to you know somebody who's maybe not necessarily into horror movies, who's you know gonna be in college next year, and they might learn something right. about sexual assault when it comes to you know fraternities and sororities. They might, <clears throat> I'm this. I'm not going to sit here and say that this, you know, this movie sucks, blah, blah, blah. It, you know, it could be really helpful and good for some people who watch it. I'm just like, I am i don't think I'm the target audience for this movie. Well, I have, um, so the, the director, um, I don't want to say her last name. I don't want to say it wrong. I think it's Takal. It's T-A-K-A-L, T-A-K-A-L I think, right? yeah. Yeah. I hope mm-hmm. that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> if, if it's we're wrong, we're sorry. Um, yeah. But so, so Sophia to call, she had kind of said that she was happy with the rating because it was in hopes of making it accessible to new audiences, especially young women who were, who were interested in horror and opening up discussions on major issues like sexual assault. Well, there you go. Although (laughs) that's like literally what I just said. Although she was ready. makes sense. I know. So I'm just, I was able to pull it directly and it was kind of, although she was ready to fully commit to utilizing the higher R rating, Uh um, but they, they didn't grant it, so she was she was like, all right. She's like, she was, and she didn't want to take the PG-13 rating to water down the violence to a larger degree, so only making yeah. it less violent. So that was kind of, but so again, it's kind of, because it is, it, the the big, I guess your kind of subplot is the sexual assault. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, the, these women are, these sorority girls are getting killed off. We know that. Their things are going missing, things are getting stolen, and they're getting, like, killed off. Like, we know that. That's kind of the premise of any Black Christmas movie is these sorority girls are getting killed off. Yes. But the kind of catalyst to it is the sexual assault and her, like, coming forward about it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's I, – I think that it was well written um, by the standards of, like, today's college life. Um. Yeah. And what it means to be in a sorority today as opposed to back in the 70s. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that more in the second half of this episode uh, and the last episode, I think. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, in, in that regard, I think that they did they did a pretty good job. Alrighty. But with that all being said, I think it is time that we give this one a little uh, rating. Okay. So, Cammie, I'm going to ask you first because you asked me last time. <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm going to give this one a four. Um, okay. 
That is higher than I thought you were going to go. Yeah. And it's like, regardless of whether or not I enjoyed this movie, (laughs) um, which I mean, I I liked it, you know, it was, it was fine. But um, yeah, I think, I think that it could be uh, beneficial for people who maybe even aren't horror fans to watch it. Um, Right. And, oh, yeah. and, and, you know, nothing, nothing in this movie that happens me. is, <laughs> is anything that I necessarily disagree with. Like there, I don't think, sure there aren't really any instances in this movie where I'm like, this is, this is poorly written. Like this is, I mean, when it comes to like the sort of like feminism and like girl power in that mo- in this movie because like it, there are definitely yeah. some lines where I was like all right meh. but um <clears throat> yeah when it, it just when it comes to the way it was written uh just purely from a feminist standpoint um they did a really good job and I can't you know fault them for that uh so, I yeah. I would agree. I mean before I also was going to give it a four. So you and I are on the same page with this one. Um, Again, I think the characters, the women in the movie are well-developed. You at least have enough about them that that you kind of care about them, which I think is really important. Mm -hmm. Um, And then obviously being written and directed by a woman also um, that really shows, especially when it shows the relationships and some of the other things that go on in this movie. I definitely think that – Yeah. I think a four's fair. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, I can't, like I said, it's not, it's not, it's not quite a 4.5, can't give it a 5, but it's, like, not, like, a 2 by any means. Like, it's not, like, yeah. obviously, I can't be, like, it's anti-lady, because that's definitely not what this movie is. Yeah, no, it's pro-lady. It's, uh, but, oh, yeah. um, and, yeah, I, we didn't really talk about, like, the male characters in this movie uh, too much, but I, I, I think that it's worth noting, like, the characters of, um, God, what was his name? Uh, the guy with the glasses. The, the coffee like, guy? Yeah. Yeah, K- Landon. 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 I kept wanting yeah. to say Logan. Um, <laughs> Landon. Um, his character was really, like, well-written. He was just sort of, you know, like, this guy who's like, I really how enjoyed can I him. help? Um, <clears throat> and then the, the one girl's boyfriend. What was his name? Mm-hmm. I'm going back. Give me a second. Was it that Nate? That was the fun thing. Yeah. Yep. Know. You was got it, it. Was it Nate? Okay. It was Nate. Um, his character was interesting too because, like, you know, toward the the like middle to end of the movie when shit really starts to fly off the handle, um, he's like, "Oh mm-hmm. my god! Like, you guys just hate men so much." Blah blah blah, and it's like a very like. <laughs> late teens early 20s way of thinking i think especially for men you know when you're constantly surrounded by people who are like i hate men i hate men i hate men like eventually like regardless you're gonna start feeling bad about yourself or you're just gonna start feeling like like you don't want to hear that anymore and it's like of course like anytime anyone says i hate men they're not talking about every man and like if you're the type of man who understands that you're not going to complain about it. Um, right. Somebody is going to say, I hate men to your face. If you're a man, you know, they're not talking about you unless they actually have a problem with you. <laughs> and They're getting confrontational right. about it. Um, 
Well, that makes me think of all the girls that are just like, oh, these boys ain't shit. These boys ain't shit. And mm-hmm. that's like, they're not talking about, like, I think it's it's like one guy fucked him up. And then all of a sudden they're just like, fuck all of them. Like, yeah. And it's you know, like, you know, there's a lot of guilt by association. And I think especially, you know, with fraternities it's like if you know that your frat brothers are sexually assaulting women and doing shit that they shouldn't be doing you know you're you're at fault for not doing anything about it oh yeah you know Fuck the it, brotherhood yeah like if, if you stay silent sorry it makes you <laughs> as bad as that this episode yeah um i'll but... bleep all myself please <laughs> <laughs> and i think yeah I'm i think that's a lot the, on this one that's the main issue um but I mean, but I, I mean, exactly. It. There is accountability for actions, and it's kind of like if you see something, like you you learn that, you learn that any anywhere. If you see something, say something. Like yes. Now more than ever, even Scout agrees. I don't know if you can hear the dog, but he's barking. I can hear. He agrees. He's saying. Good for him. Because <laughs> I won't be able to edit that out. So whoops. Feminist icon. Um, Scott. So yeah, no. <laughs> Scout. Scouty. <laughs> Scouty boy. Um, but yeah, no, I need him to stop barking he's right outside my window <laughs> we hey you know what we've made it like over we've made it like an hour and like 15 minutes into recording and he just is now getting a problem it's okay that's awesome good for him and us yeah no we did we did we did we did good today we did good <laughs> um but i think on that note we are going to take a quick little break and then we are going to finish up our discussion on the two movies yes let's do it see ya in a bit Bye. You messed with the wrong sisters. All right. Welcome to the second half of our episode. Welcome back to this discussion that that we are recording the same night back to back. So yes, if you listen to our episode last week, this is being recorded on the same night as the second half of last week's episode. This was all recorded the same night. Surprise! Yeah, we worked our little booties off for this one. We sat on the yeah, phone for three was... hours. Just kidding. It's we only two. We been on the phone for three. Or, no, like two. Two hours at this it's point. It's been two hours, will, yeah. It will be almost three by the time we're done. Um, oh, especially with how we are. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. Just still just sort of generally comparing Black Christmas 74 to the 2019 remake um kaylee give me a thought i have to say that the most jarring thing that is with the with the original with the 74 is Uh the first kill with her upstairs with the bag on her head oh god yeah that is like that is like seared into my memory. Like that is, it's so and like scary. I mean that's like, it's one of the posters for the movie. Like it is just yeah. it is terrifying. Like that is, um. There's not necessarily anything in like the 2019 where I'm like that was a really like, cool kill except for kind of the first one. Like the very first one with in the snow when she like goes to the house and like it's knocking on the door and then yeah you think she's in the snowman. Mm-hmm. But I just I think with the original that 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 first kill with the bag over her head and just in the rocking chair, that oh is God. chilling. It's so scary. It's terrifying. Yeah. 
it it is it it is really it's scary um <sighs> comparing the old and new versions it's like in the in the new one you've got very and I guess this goes hand in hand with it being a, you know, PG-13 rated movie. You've got very tame kills in this movie. Yes. Um, in the 2019 version, it's it's all very, you know, um, people are being shot with, what, a crossbow. And, like, you don't yeah. necessarily see a whole lot of the aftermath. There's blood, but there's really not a whole lot of blood. Um, right. It is, it is definitely safe. And going off of mm -hmm. what I was um, saying in last week's episode, they they definitely flip-flopped the trauma compared to the violence in these movies. Yes. Where, mm -hmm. like, Je the problem that Jess is having is, it is a physical one because she's pregnant and she doesn't want to be pregnant anymore. But um, Riley's um, sort of the uh, i don't know i i i, I don't know what it's i'm trying like, to say it's 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 the consensual versus non-consensual yeah what's ha what happened to riley is a lot more invasive than what's happening to jess um right and i mean well, guys, until the end of the movie we sort of think ladies. that her her boyfriend is the killer we're sort right. of led to believe that her boyfriend is the killer. So, uh, but then, you know, at the end of the movie, he's not the killer. Spoiler right. alert. It wasn't him. Bow, bow. Yeah. <laughs> and Well, and that's, I mean, just as, a, just as a friendly reminder, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you have sex, you can get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So, um, like, and if she's having it's a consensual sex with her, with her boyfriend, especially in the 70s. It's a risk. That's a risk they took, and that's what happened, you know? Exactly, yeah. And it's sort of, like, actions, consequences related for Jess, um, even though yeah. she didn't really see it coming that her boyfriend would be, like... <laughs> no pun intended. She she, <laughs> she didn't really see it coming <laughs> that, her, that her, her boyfriend would be so, like, suddenly very, like, sexist about the whole thing. Um, right, right. Because you can tell that even though he's completely wrong, he means well and he doesn't understand how he's wrong. Um, right. Especially when it turns out he wasn't the killer at the end of the movie. You're like, oh, like... It's it's a matter of him being like, no, I want to like take care of you and like protect you. but and And that was how it was for a long time. And it's still how it is for so many people but um right you know ultimately it's her decision that's what it comes down to and he doesn't understand that because you know that whole like wait i'm a man and i'm in charge thing kicks in he's like okay well you're pregnant so like i'm gonna take care of you and we're gonna have a house and you're gonna be a stay-at-home mom and i'll get a job and you know blah blah blah, blah. it's right it's good to be protective, but, like, how adamant he was about it is never okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, not at all. You know? Um, and, and he knew who Jess was. He knew the type of person she was whenever he got into that relationship. Regardless, 100%. he's in the wrong. Even if he meant well. Yeah. And then um, with the Riley thing, like, uh -huh. 
again, it's super invasive. Like, sexual assault is absolutely terrible. And those who do that absolutely should have to pay for their consequences. Like, yeah, it is, I get very heated about it. You, it's awful and any that no one deserves that. And um, it's really yeah. kind of sickening. Um, it's kind of, you know, in the movie, it's kind of driven home as well. But, like, he, this guy kind of didn't have to pay any consequences for what he did. Yeah. And that's, and that's disgusting. It's a, yeah, it's a commentary <laughs> on how often that happens. You know, and it's at just, colleges, it, mm. you've got these girls who report everything, who, you know, report what happened to them immediately, even if they take all the right measures. Mm-hmm. They can still be fucked over. Be like, I, like oh, well, there weren't like, any witnesses, so, like, sorry. There's so or they many, just sweep like, it under cases, the rug and pay her off. There's so many cases that are flying through my head right now that, like, mm-hmm. where you're just like, absolutely not. Are you kidding me? Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm I just really, to keep it really uh, topical without diving into details, but, like, there is something on TikTok right now. There is there is a group of girls who have been, and they are trying to get this kid called out for it, or yeah. guy. I, don't, I shouldn't say kid. The and I great. just keep seeing, but I mean, I keep seeing it, and that's the thing is, it's like, but, I, and that's why this, but that's also why that topic works in this movie mm-hmm. because it is on the forefront of what's happening right now. Yeah, because of me too, because of all of that, with everybody coming forward, you have to start. I mean. No, I'm I, and this is a very general statement. I'm not saying this to anybody, you know, but it's like you have to believe you have to believe them. Are, are there's is there going to be a section of people that are trying to ruin somebody's life and say that something happened when it didn't? Of course, but there's going to be bad people and that's but you need to yeah. start believing survivors. Point blank. End yeah. of story. Uh huh. Yeah. Especially and there if needs they to be have consequences. Proof. You know, it, it's it, you. The amount of people uh, who lie about being assaulted is, it's such a minuscule percentage. Correct. And it's almost, it's almost always proven that they're lying. Right. It's really, really easy for someone to get caught in a lie about that sort of thing. And I think that's, but the thing is, it's because of those very very minuscule amount of people is where they go well they like use that as a part of the argument heck no yeah. get that out of here oh yeah you um, always you're always gonna have men who are like well some women lie about it it's like fuck you like shut up uh, it's, right oh my god like i can't imagine being the type of person who will sit there and have a conversation about women being raped and bring that to the table right like, only a man or a woman who has, like, the craziest amount of internalized misogyny mm-hmm. would bring that to the table when you're discussing sexual assault. I think that that is a really strong part of this film. I think as much as it is kind of a little bit more of that, like, you know, it's very in our face about it, but I think it's important. So I would say that that is a positive to the 2019 film. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, because it got a conversation started and going, obviously we're talking about it now. It's, it's important. Yeah. And especially Um, like for younger girls who are maybe in their like early teens who 
have maybe been sexually harassed or assaulted and they didn't realize that that's what happened yep. to them. Um, that's huge. Yeah, there are, there are things that I can think of, you know, I think back sometimes and I'm like, oh, that wasn't cool. Like, I can, oh, I yeah. can say that I've never been sexually assaulted, but I have been sexually harassed. And it's just something yeah. that you don't really think of in the moment, especially when you're really young Mm-mm. and you don't really, like get it you just kind of let it slide off your back but then when you're older you're an adult you're sitting there and thinking like oh that was weird um <laughs> like, one of um as it just to me right so with that so i've been listening to a lot of my favorite murder uh-huh and um i also read their book like so they like wrote like a self-help book mm-hmm. but they have a whole section called fuck politeness uh-huh and like you know, we're kind of, like, quote-unquote, like, conditioned to just be, like, nice to people and whatever. Yeah. But, like, when that, like, and now as an adult, see, when you were saying that, you know, like, when you're younger, you don't necessarily realize it, but when you're an adult, you kind of do. Fuck politeness. If you're uncomfortable, say something. Yeah. Yeah. That like, is going to be, not, like, you. The politeness can be thrown out the window when you feel uncomfortable or violated, whether it's mentally or correct. physically. Yeah. Absolutely. This and this episode nice this, will back this, off. Absolutely, <laughs> and I I I kind of love that this ep- like the second half kind of took this turn, just uh-huh. because I think these are really good reminders um, as yeah. well. And I just um, that is I know we kind of discussed it earlier, either last in the last episode, but these movies are so different. There's the few similarities, but overall they are so different. And the original, I have to say, is more terrifying. That is scary. That is makes you uncomfortable, makes you... Yeah. This um, one has a little bit more social commentary. Yeah. What I, li- what I like about the 2019 version is that we get, like, a decently happy ending. <laughs> yes. You know? Like, it ends... It. I mean, of course, you know, people have died, but it ends on a high note and you feel good about like our hero at the end of the movie where like the 1974 version i wouldn't change the ending by any means but it's just it ends so dismally just so like oh god that sucks (laughs) yeah no that like i like i said i literally went back and like rewatched that like ending a couple times it's just so chilling and you're just like "Mm." No, thank you. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Those, like, early there 70s was... movies just really, like, get to me. Like, uh, yeah, like Texas know what? Chainsaw it... too, and, like, was The it... Exorcist. That, was, like, grittiness. Was the hills... was... You know? Wasn't The Hills Have Eyes in that time, too? I think so. Yeah, that sounds about right. I feel like that was, like, 76. Um, look, 77. Look good. Oh, that was a good was guess. So 77. <laughs> um, but I mean, I mean, yeah, no, that, when I think about that kind of window mm-hmm. of horror, like 70s is like where they like really kind of like, um, also yeah. l- last house, last house on the left also was, was 72. Oh, wow. So yeah, okay. that was, that was, um, yeah. Wes Craven's first, first one was, uh, yeah. Was uh, the house last house on the left? But that's like I mean, but that the seventies like that is some terrifying stuff. That is, I think those are what make me the most uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's like 
the grittiness because like the 70s was when like exploitation movies and like grindhouse movies really took off and so yeah you got that and and they're like oh suddenly we can do whatever the fuck we want in a movie you know you don't really have any rules anymore you're getting you're pulling away from like the like nuclear scare horror movies of like the 50s oh my gosh, and I 60s love that. you know with yeah. like like the giant bugs and giant animals, the you know, attack of the giant blank, you know, the blob, Jumanji. that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm kidding. They, they sort of pulled away from that. And it's like throughout the 60s, you had like everybody, you know, like Italian horror really took off in the 60s. And you had these movies that were just like horrific, like so gross and so bloody and graphic. And then the 70s, bred this sort of like all right we're gonna we're just we're just gonna make horror movies where people die a lot like let's do right. it and they were like okay yeah yeah let's do that <laughs> and they did and they did it really well and that sort of made right. way for the 80s to be this like crazy colorful just jam-packed full of horror movies that ended up being a lot of fun in Search um, of Darkness. If you need something to watch for four hours and you want to learn about the yeah. 80s horror, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And if you um, happen upon In Search of Darkness Part 2, make sure you look in the fan credits. I was gonna, I'm, I'm not shocked at all. I'm not shocked <laughs> at all. <laughs> I may or may not have paid for a fan credit for that movie. In Search of Darkness is one of the best documentaries I've ever seen in my life. And I'm it biased is, it is because very I good. love 80s horror. Like, it's my favorite. See, but, oof, and that's like, so and good. I love Nightmares in Red, White, and Blue. <gasps> Me too. That one's like my favorite, like when it comes to like that's horror documentaries. One. I think that was the um, first one I ever saw. If you don't count, I like, think so. Me too. The hundred scariest movie moments of all time on Bravo. <laughs> that just like changed everything for me. <laughs> yes. That was like my intro to modern horror. Uh, that was my intro to horror, period. Yeah, Minus my early screening of Scream. <laughs> beautiful. That, they did but, a lot of people a lot of favors. Oh, yeah. No. So, I mean, no it's just kind of... It's, it's, and, then, and then also, really quick, with uh, talking about 70s horror, you can't... Um, you, it was so good, the 2000s had to try to do it again. Yeah. There were a lot of remakes in the 2000s of yeah. 70s. I feel like, yeah, I feel like 2000s horror just sort of missed the mark. And, like, maybe maybe it'll be, like, good again when it feels, like, vintage. You know what I mean? Um, well, right. But well, I feel so like... that's kind of... Cell phones were just starting to be a thing. And, uh -huh. like I said, I know, I know Final Destination didn't do anything for you, but I enjoy those ones. Uh -huh. But, I mean, I guess you also have to look at, like, Saw came out in that time, too. Yeah. I was thinking about that just now. I'm like, you know, no, Saw was huge. And you've got like the Eli Roth movies that are like just like, like hostile oh, yeah. um, cabin, cabin fever, fever that are Ooh, just look at like, us. <laughs> ugh, so yucky. Eli Roth is yeah. fucked in a good way. But I Love did. You, I do like also on Shudder. I do like his history of horror. So good. And it's, that's also yeah, another it's, fantastic it's one. Like what? I so said that's another fantastic one. Yeah, and that's another one where um if you're if you're not a horror fan and but you you want to like try watch Eli Roth's History of Horror. It's basically like the modern version of what 
the 100 scariest movie moments was for us. Unless you want to go and try to find that at like 270 on YouTube. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. I still watch it sometimes. It's awesome. I do too. It's, 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 it's for so like blurry. nostalgic reasons. <laughs> but, um, but I think that is going to conclude our kind of discussion for tonight, which this, this, this definitely went all over the place, but I love oh, it. Oh, yes, it did. Yeah. Um, so, so I definitely like the 74 can, version better. Like, hands yes, down. I, yes. Um, which but. is... Which I did give it, I did give it a 0.5 higher rating than I did this one. So, uh huh. Um, but Cami, where can our lovely listeners find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Magic Ghost Baby. Where can we find you? Oh, so cute. You can find me on all social media at Your Girl K Jen. Um, Cami does a wonderful job with the Instagram for our umbrella so that is at spooky time is it network for instagram instagram is spooky time network um and okay. twitter is spooky time net um facebook is spooky our... time network yeah facebook <laughs> I got is that one spooky time network yes um i guess again i just have to applaud cammy does some really cool stuff on our instagram um our facebook sometimes we're gonna just hit you with some horror news you know Whatever. Eventually, I know we've been saying this for um for you know for all three seasons, but we probably will be making our own social media at some point. Yeah. Hopefully before season four to. comes out. Um, I'm uh -huh. thinking is right before season four we'll just kind of launch that, which will be great. So um we is it it's kind of crazy to think we only have two episodes left of the season. I know already. Already what eight weeks it's been amazing so please come and join us next week as we discuss a movie that i've never seen before hooray oh god i'm so excited you guys will have i'm excited to be surprised we will see dun, you dun, next dun. week folks Alrighty. keep warm out there happy uh christmas happy holidays Merry yeah, happy Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> happy Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> I think Hanukkah will be over by the time Hanukkah this, will be uh, over at this point comes out. But we hope you had a good Hanukkah. Yeah. Um, I'm not quite sure when Kwanzaa is either, but if that is what you celebrate, I hope you enjoy that as well. Um, and tonight and is the we fifth will... night of Hanukkah, if I'm not mistaken. Tonight of, the, of recording, yes. Yes, the night I of recording. I believe you are correct. Yes. All right. On that note, we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. <laughs>